Hello, I'm Becky Tuttle, City Council Member representing District 2, and I have with me today... Council Member Brian Fry representing uh, Northwest Wichita, District 5. It's a pleasure to be here. How was your week? You know, interesting week. You know, the weather cooling down obviously oh, helps things. I love that. I, I tell people that I start anticipating fall in January. Fall is my very favorite holiday, but very favorite season, so I love it. But it was a it was a pretty intense week. Yeah, I wish we would have gotten a little more rain. Yeah, Monday was um, great. Yeah, uh, we definitely need that. But, you know, cool weather is nice. I'm a summer guy, so missing out on, on summer is kind of a letdown. Not uh, a bit. You but. can have it. <laughs> Okay, well, let's jump right into it. Sure. So uh, next week, it looks like we're going to have another robust city council meeting. This last week, that was probably part of the crazy week, too. We it's either had, number uh, one or number two, the craziest oh, week. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Um, we had almost a five-hour council meeting, yeah, and we and, took a 10-minute break. And it didn't seem like it at the beginning that it was going to take that long. Yeah, way. no. Um, it just kept snowballing. and Yeah. So. But lots of robust discussion, yeah, which absolutely. I appreciated, and, and, yep. and topics that were really important. We, yeah. we got a lot of good work done. And we're not finished. And Some we're of those not are finished. still coming back to us. They're coming the, back. The, uh, the bathroom facilities yeah. and the short-term rentals. Both yeah. of those are coming back, so we're not done. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll be starting off our meeting um, with uh, repairing or removal of an unsafe structure in District 1, which is Brandon Johnson. Councilmember Brandon Johnson District. I always tell people these are some of the hardest decisions that I make because this is people's property, right? right? And sometimes if they're not involved in the case or, you know, we can't even locate the owners and it's a little bit easier. But when it's, um, you know, people come before us at the council meeting if and they you do. see them, that's right. what I mean. That makes it even right. harder. Yeah. But then I also think about the community members around them, their neighbors, and, right. you know, having a structure that, um, allows for maybe illicit activities mm -hmm. and, and safety for the, right. the neighbors. So I have to factor that in. By the time these get to us, it's been vetted for months and sometimes even years. Oh, yeah, definitely years. And yeah. there's usually a lot of uh, assessments or, you know, fines that are on the property that really uh, back property taxes. Sure. Um, again, tall weeds, uh, criminal activity, nuisance. Uh, you're right. Neighbors shouldn't have to put up with that. There yeah. should be an expectation level that the city is going to enforce this. And and oftentimes uh, those homeowners or the property owners are not even there. Yeah, that's true. And so then that makes it a little easier. Um, but then, you know, we've obviously all heard stories of supply chain issues. Yep. And, you know, people get into financial situations that maybe they can't do it as quickly as they'd like. Or there's there's been a death in the family and now a family member is trying to fix it and try to solve it. And so we do give grace. Yes, we definitely absolutely. do. Um, <clears throat> but again, it, some of these go on for years and years, and, and that's what's frustrating. This sp specific case came to us in February of 2023, and it looks like we've it's been deferred and three or four times. Right. And I know that our Metropolitan Area Building and Construction Department has worked significantly with this case. Yeah, so. and by the time it gets to us, they've done a lot of back work. Absolutely. So yep. we, it could have been going on for even longer period yeah so be curious to see how that proceeds and what councilmember johnson recommends the next is we will be funding for 2023 neighborhood improvements and this is really for all districts but it looks like some of the projects that are going to be planned in 2023 including restriping of 21st street north 
um, 119th Street West to the west side of the North YMCA, close to yeah. your side, yeah. right? You, you mentioned something about this during Absolutely. agenda review. You want yeah. to share a little more? Absolutely. So uh, West 21st Street North between 119th and 135th is two-lane asphalt road with very wide shoulders. Um, a lot of vehicle traffic on that road um, because the Northwest Y is up there. But also there's a lot of bicycle and joggers uh, because of the Y. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> because it's two-lane uh, road, it makes left turns difficult. There's a lot of driveways, some businesses, etc. And drivers were to avoid uh, queuing up behind someone making a left turn. We're using the shoulder to go around. Well, that's dangerous because there's bikes and joggers. And so uh, working with Public Works, um, we determined that the, the roadway is wide enough to not only uh, add a center turn lane, but still have enough shoulder width for the bikes and pedestrians. Um, and we're going to put up navigators uh, to delineate between car traffic and pedestrian bicycle traffic. Um, so this is a great solution. It's going to make it a lot safer out there. It'll go from 119th past the Northwest Y so that anyone using the shoulder for jogging or biking to the Y will have that opportunity. So really looking forward to it. There's been a lot of traffic accidents out there. We've actually had a couple of uh, deaths be related uh -huh. to it. So, so this is an important uh, safety improvement as well. Great. So Thank really you. looking forward to that. Thank you for the explanation. Also implementa implementation of some traffic calming pilot projects, which I love from my past work, especially working with active transportation, um, making sure that we get people to slow down. And there's mm -hmm. lots of intentional ways that we can do that. Um, Jackson Heights Street, Douglas Street to Central Avenue, and then also the Mid-American All-Indian Center parking evaluation. So lots yeah. of good public and, and neighborhood improvement projects. Yep. And then we will also be speaking of the All-American uh, Indian Center, um, the Hess Pump Station Reserve parking lot removal Um and you know a lot more about this than I do. I, I have some basic knowledge of it, but um, the parking lot that is being used for the All-American Indian Center, that's where our some of our water storage, if you will, is beneath. Right. And we're worried about the weight of the concrete of the parking lot and then also the vehicles that park there. We need to make sure that we don't you know, hurt the integrity of that water facility yeah. because we need it. Right. Um, and so anything you want to add to that? Right. Um the water treatment facility right there near the art museum near botanica um, there's a lot of underground storage tanks there and we're are required to maintain a water supply a treated water supply on tap if you will um, and that's what those tanks do and yes the parking lot across from the indian center the indian museum uh, has been there a long time mm -hmm. all of that weight <coughs> of the concrete and the vehicles have just started to you know add to that structure and it's not safe. And so we're going to remove all of that concrete, all of that weight, put in a new membrane, put dirt and grass over it, and it won't be used as a parking lot anymore. But we have to keep that integrity of that structure. Sure. And we so. talked a little bit during a gender review of what can we do to make it a green space or, you know, something. Yeah. So if we have yeah. some land, we should probably try yeah. and make as it attractive and appealing and potentially usable. Right. And as long as those storage tanks are there, it, nothing can ever be built on top yeah, of it. Absolutely. So all the fear that this could become developable property yeah, that's uh, for happen. apartments or whatever, it can't. Unless... Someone is willing to pay to move those storage tanks <laughs> as part of that, but that would be way too expensive. Absolutely. So, 
Um, we're also going to be looking at funding for pedestrian crossings. These are typically more signalization type projects, um, allowing pedestrians to be safe and improve walkability. I know the three projects that are being talked about is K-15 and Wassel, 1st and 2nd Street down at the canal route, and then one in your district or near your district, Woodlawn and the Redbud Trail. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, those are all very usable spaces and a lot of activity and you need to make it safe for people to continue to walk, you know, and, and get across the street safely. And I can tell you, not just resident two, just not just um, dis- residents in District Two, but all across the city, they love the Redbud Trail. Oh yeah. And people, I have people. I had someone just the other day tell me that they come from Augusta just to ride the trail every weekend that they can. So yeah. really, a regionally significant amenity for our community. Well, so the entire time I was on the park board, we would do surveys and. You know what the number one physical activity is in the city of Wichita? And it's not pickleball. Walking. Walking. Yeah. Yep, for recreation and yeah. exercise. And so continue to have a, a network of uh, sidewalks, biking paths, walking paths, trails. Uh, that adds to the quality of life and, and makes it enjoyable. Uh, fortunately, we have good enough weather in this part of the country that walking is enjoyable pretty much year-round. And so it's good to have. Uh, and speaking of being healthy, <laughs> right? Love that segue. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be looking at uh, the plans for employee health, vision, and dental insurance premiums. Um, earlier this year, we made a change with our health insurance premium going, our provider. And this just kind of, I think, finalizes it so that we'll be able to hit the 2024 year with the new policies in place. You know, this helps us attract employees when you have good premiums and good health insurance and dental insurance. Um, you know, continue to make this a great place to work and, and attract potential employees. Absolutely. So. I will be abstaining from this vote, as I always have to, due to a personal conflict of interest, but yeah. really thankful for our HR team for the work that they do in this. I've got to get a lot of work done before my term ends, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to maximizing the uh, the vision and dental insurance before the end of the year. So. That's fantastic. Um, then finally, uh, well, not finally, but we also have a, a bond note sale. This helps our capital improvement projects. Um, these bonds will help fund West Bank improvements, special assessment facade projects, and more. Um, I know staff always puts it out for bid, and we get multiple bidders, and then this will help us, you know, just continue to get great rates on the loans and the projects that we fund. So, We'll also review our annual housing and urban development plan and evaluation report, which will provide a t- will allow us to continue to receive federal funding for housing and community service activities. We're required to to prepare a consolidated annual performance and evaluation report each year. Um, I tell people all the time, there's 18 different departments within the city of Wichita, and housing is still sometimes the most confusing to me, and especially because of all the acronyms. I was just going to say that. I was looking at all of this, and I was going to be, you know, and and give the community a little bit of an update about, and there's more acronyms in here than not. So um, hopefully, and Sally, I think our awesome 21st century director of housing and community services explains it well so she'll be able to come before us to the bench and and just give us an update but this really is just reporting to the federal government on our plan i think the only other department that probably has more acronyms would be uh 
Wampo Transportation. Wampo, I would uh, say that. But we've created it within the Wichita Area Metropolitan Planning Organization. We actually created like a grid or an acronym. Oh, I remember. Yeah, the glossary. glossary. Yeah. yeah, because when I first got on council, I couldn't keep up. So I said, yeah. could we do this? And, it, yeah. and so many people appreciate that. And I still use it, and I've been doing it four and a half yeah. years. I know. It's crazy. Um, so we're all also going to be looking at affordable housing fund plan updates. Um, this is something that through the ARPA dollars to support and respond to recovery from COVID. Um, and so this has to do again with affordable housing. So we'll hear again from Sally Stang, our director. Yeah, you know, we, we dedicated some money for affordable housing and we've tried a couple of different programs. Yep. Some have worked, some haven't as well. And so this is just some tweaking and maybe adjusting some of the, the, the way we fund it and the programs that we're doing with it. Yep. So it's good to do, we have to do it. We have a, uh, critical urgent situation with housing yeah, and sure. the demand especially in the core is just going to continue with the WSU I should say Wichita Biomedical Center um, and just the in increased demand to live downtown yeah there's so. going to be a need for 1300 more yeah. units just so. downtown alone because of that one project yep so. fantastic yeah one of the things that we learned in a workshop with housing a couple months ago I think it was and I've been touting this and today I was on a round table with Senator Marshall talking about homelessness especially among veterans but within the city of Wichita we're trying to be thought leaders about this and talking about affordable housing which is subsidized by government but then talking about housing that's affordable and what we can do at the city right. such as zoning changes or different things that that allow for people to have housing that's affordable even if they don't qualify for the government subsidy right. and, and looking at different zoning code adjustments yep. that would allow for different types of uh, affordable housing and that's really what the places for people plan was about too and trying to think outside the box and do different types of zoning to allow properties uh, to get developed that have been vacant for too long because it's just not the the size and style of housing is different from when the urban core was first developed yeah. and so you have to make some adjustments and so I get to say finally finally in Old <laughs> yeah. Town we're adjusting language to allow for tattoo and body piercing businesses um, this was an original Old Town zoning overlay and the Old Town Association realized it was outdated and which wished to amend the language yeah. So I think coming to Century 2 is some sort of tattoo convention. Correct. And that was the catalyst for this coming to us. Right. So. And, and again, also, just tattoos and piercings have become so much more mainstream. Absolutely. And accepted. Um, you Now you're seeing tattoo parlors pop up in the suburbs. And when they've normally always been in, you know, less desirable locations. And now you see them throughout downtown uh, and in places all across the city. So... Again, it's just become more acceptable and and uh, more frequent. Yeah. I don't have any. These are real freckles. <laughs> These are not tattoos. So. Well, yeah, we should make everybody on, from the bench on Tuesday call out if they've got a tattoo or not. I don't know. <laughs> Truth or dare from the bench. Right. All right. So lots going on this weekend. Yes. There are so many activities. I am going to Ottoman Art this evening, which okay. is in my district in Bradley Fair, something that I always try and visit. Um, tomorrow morning, there's a... Um, Passageways. Yeah, I'm uh, doing that as well. A walk run yep. that supports help, uh, supports veterans. Yep. So I'll be volunteering that. There's the Chester I. Lewis opening. Opens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The uh, Chester I. Lewis Reflection R Park. Rib ribbon cutting. Uh, activities. All the art is finally complete. Uh, did a preview of it earlier this week during the rain, mm -hmm. and they were still putting all the final 
uh, panels together and, you know, last minute. Um, you know, the whole park is so much better than what it was. It's yeah. much larger, uh, and it's a great entry to that whole area with uh, the uh, osteopathic school, mm -hmm. um, just our downtown Douglas streets to gape. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's really neat. I'm um, looking forward to seeing the crowd out there tomorrow. Yeah. And then Sunday is one of my favorite activities of the year, Open Streets ICT. Um, way before I was on council, I was one of the folks that um, did the initial, the very first Open Streets IT, ICT, and I've been to every one since. Yep. And I'll never forget the very first one. It was on a Sunday, and I was standing in the middle of Douglas Street, and I was watching people in the middle of Douglas walk and run and on bikes and skateboards and strollers and scooters. And um, I just thought, wow, this is such yeah. an amazing event. And and as the, the planners, you know, we didn't know if 50 people were going to come or 50,000 people would come. Yeah. But every year it just gets bigger and better. So I'm just hoping for good weather on Sunday and hopefully just a wonderful event and everybody to just come down to the city's core and see what's there and see how much it's changing. I remember my first open streets <clears throat> i was a, a part owner of a chocolate store and we set up a s'mores cooking station on douglas oh brilliant and we made s'mores and gave away uh to everybody that was there that day oh that's fantastic so it was fun to have a light a fire and grill yeah on douglas street, on douglas kind of street. <laughs> and also can't forget um this is the final weekend for wichita wind surge that's true uh the last homestand of the regular season uh, tomorrow night is Pack the Park Night. They're trying to get 10,000 people there. They've already sold 9,000 tickets. Oh, good. And so it should be good. Um, a fundraiser that I was involved with called uh, Bourbon Salute. It's an event to raise money for First Sergeants Adam McConnell. Um, they're going to present the check um, from that fundraiser tomorrow night yeah. and hosting uh, a bunch of servicemen from McConnell in the city suite tomorrow That's night. Great. So I was at that event as well, and um, I'll be there tomorrow night. Yep, so, so. so get out uh, tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday. I always tell people, if you're bored in Wichita, please come sit next to me. Oh, and, there's and a lot And just let me do. help you find yep. what to do. And especially during the fall, there's always an abundance always, of, of activities. Yep. Just the weather cooling off brings people outside. It does. To gather together and celebrate our great city. True. All right, here's the moment we've been leading up to. Not waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leading up to the surprise car. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Is never appropriate. Yeah, I was. <laughs> the only time, I when guess. There, when there's an HBO special. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and not Roman Empire, but uh, we deal with a lot of Roman numerals being on city council right. just because of agendas and packets. <clears throat> but no, I, I'm sorry to say, I, I'm probably disappointing all the history teachers right. within the city of Wichita, but I do not think about the Roman Empire. probably think more about Julius Caesar and specific instances of the Roman Empire than the actual length of time that yeah. the Roman Empire was. Still a no. <laughs> Got a yeah, lot of other sorry. things on my mind. Sorry, I, that I is know, not one of them. I know you were probably expecting something different from us, but yeah, I'm just going to have to say not, not often. Not yeah, at no. all. No, no. No. I'm thinking about our empire here in Wichita. Yeah, that's, that's true. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this weekly edition of Council Chat. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week. Have a great weekend.